brothers in Islam, when a person develops a sickness, one of the questions he asks the physician, the doctor, can you tell me how this thing is affecting me, where I picked it up, or maybe I can avoid a certain food, avoid a certain place. He wants to know how he's being attacked on a health basis. Similarly, from a vehicle point of view, there's a rattle, certain lights are coming on and things are flashing. He will go to the agent or to a good mechanic. Tell me what is going wrong? What is making this engine go into mode? Explain to me. In the same way, it's very interesting to understand that the Ahle Batil, I mean the people of falsehood, the people who got humanity's peril at heart, what is their modus operandi? How are they trying to destroy the Muslims? What are the styles and tricks that they will work out to get to our heart and mind? If we're not aware of it, then we can't avoid it. One must understand, if the doctor doesn't know what's wrong with us, the last thing that will happen will pass away. Takdeer, we have to pass away either way. We all want to die healthy, but we have to leave this world. The last thing that will happen, the engine will cease. We'll have to get a new vehicle. Or we do a say, makeover, whatever, or engine overhaul. But if the iman of a person is attacked and his fundamentals are eroded and corroded, then there's no second iman that we can go in the akhirat and say, oh, this is what I misunderstood. Uh, oh, Allah Ta'ala send me back. I'll work it out and come back. Now, there's so much to mention on this topic and a Juma platform is not possible for anyone to touch on everything. But one or two aspects, especially to do with the time of Muharram, we'll find this more often, is the attack on Sahaba, Ridwan What does it mean, the attack on Sahaba? First of all, if a person have to attack the Quran, attack Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, attack the Sahaba, in reality, there isn't anything going to happen to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Quran won't change and the lofty rank of Sahaba, that won't change. My Ustad, when he mentioned this, he said, if you spit against the sun, what's going to happen with the spit? Going to come back on our face. The question is that when they're attacking the Sahaba, through our understanding, how our Muslims are being caught into the vortex. Oh, we live in Durban. And if you're not careful and sometimes there's some sea sand somewhere, how the tire spins and you get deeper and deeper till you can't come out. How our Muslims are getting caught with this particular subject. Huzur Paak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the final messenger, given the final book, born in the best city, given the best water, given the best night, the best day, Makkah Mukarrama, Zamzam, best month, Ramadan, best book, Quran, day, Yawmul Jumu'ah, light and night, Laylatul Qadr, the profile of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is everything is first class. So when he was given messengers around him, men around the messengers, they also were given in excellent form. One way that they would try to erode Muslims' Iman is come to them directly. Come to Sikau Lake, come to Bakerville, knock the doors, come to Palok, write. This is what we have, the word of so and so, you want to accept it. On Sunday mornings, you'll find them coming. Muslims say, sorry, I'm just busy, carry on. They can see it's not working. Another way is to get a person involved in such things that his iman will be lost. And the other way, as they mentioned in the game of cricket, you know a little bit about cricket. One is to bowl for the stumps. And if you hit the stumps, one, two, three, the person is out. Huh? The game is right, how I mentioned it. Right. But after a while, if that batsman is hitting sixes and fours and runs and runs, the score is 100, 200. The bowler now changes his modus operandi. He says, no more I'm bowling for the stumps, I'm bowling for the player. Now to get the player out, so he hits for the knees, helmet, somebody, cricket ball is hard, can break the man. So these people tried all their tricks to lure us into interest, not working. Gambling, not working. Prostitution, not working. Alcohol, we don't want to see that thing. So every trick in the book, 
which was like in a passive way they were, uh, they were putting it forward. Say, come, 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 come. We will learn you not working for them. As they showed their tricks, Muslims say, no, we abstain from this. So now, how do they play the man? Let us create an academic discussion. Because if you got the control of the person's brain and heart, you have him under control. I was traveling in, in South India and I saw that these huge elephants, we get frightened for the elephant. But a small boy with a small stick is controlling that whole elephant. And I realized mind over matter. The elephant doesn't know how powerful he is. But control his brain, you can control him. That a small boy with a small string will pull him. He doesn't know that he's so big. So our brains, they understood it. That this Muslim, when, he, when you mention to him things in Arabic, when you mention things to him in an emotional form, with regards to Nabi Karim Sallallahu and Nabi Karim Sallallahu family, and you present it in a very beautiful way in their, in their language, I'm saying, then the Muslim is going to take to it. So now what they did, one has to understand something. See, Huzur Pak Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came to show us the deen. How much fast? How much sleep? How much eat? How much marry? How much go for Hajj? Etc. Etc. Also, there were times in the life of Rasul Pak Sallallahu Alaihi that he have to show us that if somebody steals, what must do? Somebody commits zina, what must do? Now, in things that were of a high level, like Hajj, Nabi Karim Sallallahu showed it. Fasting, he showed it. But in a thing like if a person have to steal, does it befit the Prophet to steal and show that this is how you must execute the hukam? There has to be some example for it, you see. So Allah Jalla Jalaluhu, to function this deen, to function this deen that now if there's no water, how you make tayammum, etc. And so many other masail, it came to this ummah, to the barakah of sahaba. So Allah's Rasul receiving the wahi, Allah's Rasul showing the deen, and the men around the messenger, they're working the deen with Rasul Pak So if there's a dispute, now, Nabi Karim Sawasam have the opportunity to show them. This is how you sort it out with Sulah, with Muhabbat. Now, these Sahaba, they were living with Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the comings and goings are with Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So, the people who knew history, like how we know the history, they just took out certain incidents and certain happenings and they blasted this out of context to the Ummah. You saw hey, a person who followed the Prophet, you're saying he's a Sahabi, yes. You know what? He had committed adultery. Now a person who only knows Sahaba to be to be on the highest level, he's confused here. So they leave the Ummah in a very confused state. Without this explanation what I gave, that Sahaba would do things, but that was to bring alive the deen. There had to be some person around Nabi Sallallahu to show. There had to be some wife to show wife Masail. There had to be some home people to show home Masail. There had to be some traveling people to show traveling Masail. Because he was a prophet. He's the Nabi of Allah to show us the way. So these people, they went for the jugular. And they turned the whole story around. And the closest person to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam from the men is who? Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq. You know, Siddiq Akbar, he turned his back against Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Na'udhu Billah. The person who is amongst the wisest in this ummah, Hudri Pak Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, If there was a Nabi, if there was a Nabi after me, it would be Umar ibn Khattab. They put the whole accusation against him also. All in the name that certain Khalifa is not the Khilafat order. After Nabi Sallallahu is supposed to be this, uh, this Sahabi, and the Khilafat was usurped. My dear friend, if the Ummah doesn't know the Deen, and the academic discussion is presented with a nice picture of uh, the green dome behind them, and a person wearing a jubba, not a plain simple white clothes like me, one turban, no, he's a real classy, eh, got the appearance, 
and is presenting academic discussion in a high philosophical language, the ummah out there will get snatched away. But Alhamdulillah, I have hope on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the community that is seated here, in other words, the community that lives in South Africa, by and large, you're a dini, educated, up-to-date ummah. The proof of it you want, anyone went for hajj recently, you'll bail me out. When the South African Muslims, when I say South African, everybody now, it's not one class of people, all the Muslims, they stay here. Due to the effort of the ulama, the hajj classes, umrah classes, the kitabs available, very seldom you'll find a person coming from our part of the world in Medina Sharif asking, where's Hajri Aswad? <laughs> and in Marka Sharif asking, where is the Green Dome? There's no confusion. We know what we're doing. We are what we call a Talim Yafta, an educated body of Muslims, maybe not on a high level where we can speak Arabic and all that, but the basic things we know. So nobody can bamboozle us and throw the, you know, towel over our face and say, look, this is what you have to do. So let us just listen. Whatever took place in the time of the Sahaba, whatever took place, right? The whole history of whatever is being presented against the Sahaba. At the end of the day, I just want to quote one verse. And I read it in my khutbah. Radiyallahu anhum wa radu'an. Radiyallahu anhum wa radu'an. Allah Ta'ala is happy with them, they're happy with Allah. I'm asking you, if there's a staff in your business, whatever happened with you and the staff, end of the day, you gave him a promotion, you forgave him, and you say, this is my, my chief staff, he was with me for my father's time. Have the other staff got anything to say about it? Your business is my company. I'm telling you, this man is here, leave him. These were the workers of Rasulullah Park, Allah Park is happy with them. They happy with Allah Park. Allah's Rasul every Friday we're hearing about the Sahaba. He's happy with them. Ashabi Kanujum, Bayim Ihtadaytum Ihtadaytum. There's much mention about this hadith. I'm just not going into the academic discussion as to whether it's weak or what. But ulama say no, this is not a weak hadith. Based on all the support around it, it's something that can be presented to say that my Sahaba are like guiding stars. Bayim Ihtadaytum Ihtadaytum. Whichever one of them you follow, you'll be rightly guided. <coughs> so Allah is happy with the Sahaba. Huzuri Pak Sahasam is happy with the Sahaba. Quran is corroborating Muhammadur Rasulullah. Walladina ma'ahu ashidda wal al-kuffar. Ruhamahu bainahum. Talking about them. And verse upon verse is replete in the Quran with regard to the Sahaba. Another place if you see someone reviling the Sahaba, say, Lanatullah alayhi may Allah curse you. How can you talk against the Sahaba? Guard yourself against speaking evil of my Sahaba. And this academic discussion is being presented. Against who? Ma Aisha radiallahu ta'ala. Allah Jalla Jalalu opened 18 supara. In the defense of Aisha radiallahu ta'ala, Allah ta'ala sent 10 verses. No time to go into it. Allah is defending Zaid radiallahu anhu. Allah is talking about Izhuma fil ghar. Saniyas nain izhuma fil ghar iz yakulu li sahibi la tahzan inna Allah ma'ana. This verse refers to Nabiya Karim Sassam, Nabu Bakar. So now, when we as a community, how I presented the modus operandi, but how it's going to reach us through the social media, through the internet, through what they call Islamic channels. Because anytime a person sees some Arabic channel, something, I'm not advocating to go on the channel. I'm, I'm speaking what is happening in the, on the ground here. The person says, no, there's a scholar of Islam because he's saying Bismillah rahman rahim He said Bismillah. When he's drinking, he's also saying Alhamdulillah. He must be he's a true scholar. Now you and I, we don't know the difference between motor oil, coconut oil, and castor oil, and cooking oil putting anything in the engine, going to seize yourself. We cannot take any academic discussion from anybody. Like we are careful of halal and haram. Tomorrow there's a big billboard here. T-bones, going for 40 rand a kilo. Come one, get one free also. Musulman will say, you can keep your T-bones. We have dotted our eyes. <laughs> We're not going to chase your specials. It's halal or haram. 
Who's the certifying body that's advertising this thing? We're not going to fall for it. In the same way, any academic discussion that comes to you or comes to me, be it through social media or be it through a screen or be it through some, you know, some periodical, or I'm traveling, I'm somewhere in Doha, Dubai, in transit, Johannesburg, over Tempo, and you meet a person and you get talking, you from Durban, oh, okay, this, that. And now he starts this emotional discussions. What do I do? Now what I'm telling you, my brothers, take it to heart, please. If generally your habit is to sleep in a Juma Bayan, you snooze, you lose. I'm giving you ammunition here, what? There's another person come with an empty gun. Say, Molana, how you cock this thing? Where's the magazine? How you load it? Now I'm putting hollow point for you, what? Yeah. It's a hollow point. When you pull out this hollow point, with a 45, you put it through him. But it's the academic 45, what? Don't go shoot people. Malia decided to lock him up. If anybody starts a discussion with you, you and I, no matter how much namaz you read, no matter what time you wake up for tahajjud, no matter who you bear to, no matter how much sadaka you're giving for the deen, no matter how much you go in jamaat, no matter how much you're helping the Islamic world, keep quiet. Listen to me, keep quiet. Because the person that is coming to you, he's picking a fight after learning all the tricks on how to fight. And you and I, we don't know how to fight. If he's going to place one or two arguments in our head, Wallahi al-Azim, how does the argument work? I'm going to drift from here. If someone just meet you and he say, you know, your wife, was that her the other day that I saw with somebody? Already he put a seed. A person, I'm telling you, no matter how much you trust his wife, wait a minute, what, what are you talking about? No, no, I, I, don't, oh, no, I don't think so, it's, it's okay, just, just leave it. That man you're eating, it, that thing going to run through his mind. Or in the business, uh, your staff handle your till also. Hey, what are you talking about? What do you mean my staff handling my till? Why, why are you talking this thing? See how you put waswasa in the mind. So these people are trained to pick on certain things which not that we as, as ulama never tell you. We as the brothers of Islam never come ask the ulama this thing. It's there for us. But we don't tell everything to everyone. As I said, there are certain discussions that require a great amount of detail for understanding. And everything a person can't eat, he can't swallow. So we leave it for the people who are studying that thing. The deen of Allah Ta'ala is universal for everybody. You want to learn it? Come study it. So he'll pick on this discussion. Now you're in an emotional state. Hey, you know where I read my namaz. Masjid taqwa Piety. You're talking against the sahaba like this. And there you start. One, two, three. Before you can pull out one move, he flawed you. Now, now he has left a waswasa against the sahaba. So what is the way to, what is the way out? What's the way out? Hey, look here. We're in an airport here. You're traveling, I'm traveling. Ask me about South Africa. What kind of uh, seaside we got in Durban, I can tell you. We got a place called Table Mountain. Got a cable car. I can tell you about that. Eastern Transvaal, we got lions. You saw a lion? Huh? You, you know about South Africa? Yeah. Lovely sugar cane. We export in the whole world. Ask me about all these things. This is what I know. No, 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 but I want to go back in there. So you see, you are abusing me now in this trip. See, I've got a, I've got a list of phone numbers. Molana, Mufti, Kari Saab. These are my scholars, right? And I've got a mandate from them to give you their number. They're on WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want. Contact them. Why you want to come fight with a calf? Come by the bull. See what he do to you. And if he pursues anything more, salama. Hey, bye. I've just remembered, hey, my gate is, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be going there. I'll see you later. Have a safe journey. Goodbye. But this thing of where a person feels, I have to stand up and fight for it. It's a right spirit. But every time something that's a right spirit to stand up and fight, is it always worthwhile? Some robber came. He's stealing mangoes from the, from the backyard. And when you come there and say, what are you doing? You pull out a gun. Say, bye. You took only 10. I came to tell you, take 20. Carry on. Your brain not right. For mango, you want to shoot me? And this is not the original Tommy Atkin, Heidi. This is a string mango. We know how to work it out. Why get shot 
and buried for something that we don't need to get buried about. So my beloved South African community, this time is a global village. I know people traveling every week for whatever good work they're going to China, whatever. You're going to be facing this thing. You're going to be facing things that you hear. Okay, say it came through some other medium, social media, screen, whatever it came. What do I do then? Now it's already, first of all, if it's going in that line, my humble appeal to you is delete that chat. I'm appealing to you, delete that chat. Because you see, if there is a poison in our heart against the Sahaba, somewhere along the line that poison is going to come a seed and it's going to come into a tree and we're going to also fall into a certain line. Unfortunately, due to lack of time, there's about six or seven incidents that I've documented here. I just want to mention to you one, that in Dalailun Nabawiyah, Dalailun Nabuwa, there's an incident mentioned of a person who spoke bad about Sahaba. And these people who were traveling with him, three people, they were traveling to Yemen. They told him, see, bye. Don't talk about a Sahaba like this. Especially Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq, Sayyidina Umar. Don't mention anything, please. They are the neighbors of Rasul Pak One is the father-in-law of Rasul Pak One is the son-in-law of Rasul Pak First Khalifa, second Khalifa. Abstain. But you know, when a person is hell-bent on doing something, he's hell-bent. He doesn't want to listen. In the morning, they're waking this person up for Fajr. Uto, uto, bhai. Say, I can't wake up. Who? The guilty folk. The guilty man? Say, I can't wake up. Say, I saw Nabi Karim Sallallahu in a dream last night. And he told me, you won't move from the spot till you are morphed. What do you mean? Metamorphosis will come into you. You're going to change. Your body going to change. Then only you'll move from here. So tell him, come make wuzu, come read namaz, Fajr time now. He showed his legs. His legs were transformed into that of an animal. And they watched him. They watched him. This is an authentic incidence. They watched him transform into a small monkey. He mentioned in a kitab that they tied him, they, they tied him up like how you tie a small animal pet. They tied him on top of the camel. And they took him on safar because after all, he was up to tricks, you know, monkey tricks. So you could change into that. And they tied him up. As they were passing by, like how we see in Durban, troops of monkeys running, he saw his own kind. He broke loose from the, from the clutches and he joined a troop of monkeys. Insan were turned into animals. Pick on Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq, Umar and see what happens. My dear friends and elders, there's a very, very delicate zamana that we're living in. And this is not the only attack in the, in the agenda. They're going to tell you Quran Sharif, 30 paras, but some other paras. Uzure Pak Sallallahu final Nabi, but there's more to come, more Nabis after that. They will come with that. They'll come with different arguments. Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Malik, and Imam Shafi, Imam Ahmad bin Ambal, they were, were they in the Prophet's time? They will come with this attack. Say, yeah, they were not living in the Prophet's time. Prophet only had Sahaba. So Sahaba, who they followed? So we follow, do you follow the Prophet or do you follow Imam Abu Hanifa? You see, how they hitting you? You got hit for a six with a cricket bat. You don't know what's happening. Are bai? Imam Abu Hanifa, who is following? Following the Sahaba that followed Nabi Sallallahu I'm following Imam Abu Hanifa, who's following Nabi Sallallahu to learn how to follow him. Because I haven't got, uh, uh, my headlights are not working, I'm following his taillights, I'm still going to Jannat. He understood what he's doing. So these are the different discussions going to come as the time is going to go by. I'm leaving you with this legacy, my brothers. Protect your Iman. This of turning into a monkey and all this thing is only the start of the azab. When it comes to normal ulama, normal ulama, ulama of our time, yesteryear, as Gangoi Ramatullah mentions, trouble and alim, him difficulties, undue difficulties, no, no recourse for it. Then go and dig that person's grave and see that how Allah Ta'ala turned his face away from the Qibla. Go and check it up if you don't believe. Whose words these are? As a Gangoi Ramatullah's words. Now if this is with regard to the ulama, then I'm asking you, these people who are the men of Rasul Pak Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, who stood by Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, took a nail, 
whom Allah is happy with. What will happen to the person in a qabr? What face is going to show Huzur Paks or someone on the day of Qiyamah? So my dear brothers, Sahaba ke baare mein apna dil ko saaf rakho. With regard to the Sahaba, have a clean heart for them. Revere them and love them how Nabi Sassam loved them. Appreciate them that they have given everything for Allah Paks deen and make dua for them. I can't do much. I'm weak. But because I stood with these people on the day of Qiyamah, where are those that supported my sahaba? This entire majma can be with. And if we would the sahaba, then who are we would buy? Moses? We would Nabi Sallallahu May Allah Ta'ala protect your iman, protect my iman, and especially our home folk and children's iman. They are being bombarded in this time. There's no time for another lecture because I'm keeping to my time. A lot of you have got commitments. The habit of my, my desai sap of mountain rice. Rahmatullahi, you finish on time so people can go back. But our children are under attack. Time to time, come and understand how this is happening. Allah Pak will save us. Videos. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, الذي كثر الحث في كتابي على التدبر والاعتبار والنذر والافتكار وشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله لدولد آدم في دار القرار وعلى آله وأصحاب الخيار البرار أما بعد فإن الله تعالى قد أمر بالتفكر وتدبر في مواضيع لا تحصى من كتاب المبين وأثنى على المتفكرين وقال سبحانه وتعالى الذين يذكرون الله قيام وقعودا وعلى جنوبهم ويتفكرون في خلق السماوات والأرض وقال الرسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم في نزولين في خلق السماوات والأرض ويل لمن قرأها ولم يتفكر فيها أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم رضي الله عنهم وردوا عنه ذلك لمن خشي ربه صدق الله العظيم الحمد لله الحمد لله يستعين واستغفر ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطيع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصي ما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشهدهم في أمر الله عمر وأستقم حيان عثمان وقضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة والحسن والحسين سيدة شباب أهل الجنة وحمزة وأصل الله وأصل رسوله اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رضي الله تعالى عنهما وان كل الصحابة ردوان الله تعالى لمجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحب أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغض أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهان الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون
أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله أن محمد الله أشهد أن صلاحي أن الفلاح قد قمت صلاة صلاة الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين نعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين لقد جاءكم رسول من أنفسكم عزيز عليه ما عنتم حريص عليكم بالمؤمنين رؤوف رحيم فإن تولوا فكل حسبي الله لا إله إلا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين إذا جاء نصر الله والفتح ورأيت الناس يدخلون في دين الله أفواجا فسبح بحمد ربك واستغفر إنه كان توابا الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم استغفر الله استغفر الله الذي لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم أتوب إليه اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام تبارك يا ذا الجلال والإكرام ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكوننا من الخاسرين Oh my beloved Allah, protect our iman Ya Bari Ta'ala, there are so many plans that are made against our iman and our Islam and our Muslims Oh Allah, protect each and everyone, especially our children Oh Allah, increase us in knowledge Rabbi Zidni Ilma Oh Allah, allow us to take our knowledge from the correct sources Oh my Allah, if anyone is caught up in going against the Quran going against Hudur Pak going against the Aimma, going against the Sahaba, going against the Deen itself. Ya Allah, turn our heart in the right direction. Ya Allah, turn their heart in the right direction. O Allah, give them Hidayat. O Allah, those movements that are out there to destroy your Deen. O Allah, give them Hidayat. Ya Allah, let them work for your cause, not against the Deen. O my beloved Allah, those people that have gone far astray and gone far away from the Deen, Ya Allah, you bring them back to home. Ya Allah, and, 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 you, and you put them on the Sirat al-Mustaqim. Oh Allah, there's a majma behind me. Those are the sick and ailing, give them shifa. Oh Allah, those that have got financial constraint, make a way for them. Oh my Allah, those that have got children of marriageable age, give them suitable partner. Oh Allah, each and every one got certain dua in their heart. You alimum bizati sudur. You know what is in the chest of, 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 your, of your creation. Oh Allah Ta'ala, you accept their duas, whatever they need, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you send them from this masjid happily, Ya Allah. O oh Allah, we in Masjid Taqwa grant us the quality of Taqwa. O oh Allah, elevate us and grant us the best of both worlds. Allah, we nasaluka ridwaka wal jannah, wa na'udhu bika min sakhatika wa ghadabika wa nar, ya azizu ya ghaffar.
وصلى الله على النبي الامي برحمتك يا رب